Okay, continue with the Sefer Shari Avaida. Ready? Okay, continue with Sefer Shari Avaida, Tinyani Chuva. So we are, I'm going to, um, we are going to start with Ois Yud, Aleph slash Yud, which is on page Yud Gimel at the bottom. So, this is a Meshachachma from last week's parsha, which I didn't get to last week. Um, so Meshachachma is going on the, half, uh, the end of the parsha, Medrash at the end of the parsha, and um, he's basically talking about the idea of when Klai Yisrael went into Eretz Yisrael, so really as long as they went in with Amuna and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that he is going to help them win the war, so that schus of that emuna and Hashem will make it that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will actually help the victory. Klai on their own, if you look into the Gemaras and the Midrashim, in Mechamas Eretz Yisrael, there were miraculous Mechamas. There was, uh, you know, no one... No one, uh, no one was killed in any of the Mohammeds except we just had in Dafyaimi by the city of Ai. Yor ben Menashe was killed, and that's a whole story. They lost their that's a whole mahalach. They lost their siyata dishmai over there, and uh, then someone was killed. But according to Gra, and Chavakuk talks about this that there was actually um, a, a, a malach who would go around and tie up the goyim, and then he would tell the klaisol who to shoot. It was a whole thing. It was a whole nace. It was a nace. So, but what the nace was brought about because Klai Yisrael went in with the Amunah, Hashem is going to help them. So at the end, the Meshachachma says, and this is the piece here, the same thing is when it comes to fighting against the Yetzirah. The main thing is that there has to be an awakening of tshuva from the person. Meaning you have to start the process. And then after that, the Siyat HaDashmaya is going to come from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So here he's talking about not just Tshuva Ben Adam Lamakam, but he's focusing on Ben Adam Lachaver, the Meshachachma, to bring out the idea. It'll, it'll apply to the Ben Adam Lamakam as well, but not to the same, the same Adrega. And that is as follows. Lachaver, a person could say, how am I supposed to do Tshuva? We know that... Um, Yom Kippur on its own cannot be Mechaper at all until a person asks Mechila... He appeases his friend. You have to appease your friend. Now a person throughout his life and throughout the year, and the people could be pagayan people, and they could hurt people, and, and, and uh, he doesn't always know who, who it is, he doesn't remember who it is, and he say, what am I supposed to do over here? So it's like, it's like an endless, endless affair. I'm never going to be able to do tshuva. So says the, says the, uh, says the Chachma, that as long as a person has that his iris he really wants to do tshuva properly, and he is ma'ir himself to start the process, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu kicks in the siyata dishmaya, the people that he perhaps was pegeya, he did something and he hurt them, and he doesn't know who, who they are, Hashem Yisbarach noisim belibam shim chalulai. Hakadosh Baruch Hu will put into their hearts 
that they sh- they should be meichalim. And it's a special siyata d'shmaya. The Chayvus Halavavus, I think, says the same part. That if a person really comes to do tshuva properly, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will put into the heart of the person who needs to be meichal him, that they should be meichal him. Okay. V'chein Hashem Yisbarach Oizer Loilasis Tshuva B'chaloifen. And not only that, it's not only in the Ben Adam L'chaveroi, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu performs this type of nace, that all of a sudden somebody who you hurt is going to one day wake up and say to themselves, you know what? I'm going to be Michael M. <laughs> you know, I've been burning mad at him for the last however long. One day they say, okay, it's time to get over it's me, Michael. Where'd that come from? That came because, why did Hashem put it in his heart to change his mind? Because you on the other end, not maybe even knowing who, who you were, Pegeya, you on the other end was Misar Lechuva. And the same thing is in the Bechlal in Tshuva. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Oizer Leilas is Tshuva Bechaloifen. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to give him that Siyata Dishmaya to do, do a perfect Tshuva. V'zeu Sha'amar, that's what the Navi says, Dirshu Hashem Bihi Matzai. So now, he skipped out some words over here. Um, the Meshachachma says, words are, Dirshu Hashem Bihi Matzai. What does it mean, Dirshu? Dirshu means seek out Hashem. So he, ha- he has the words, Bechol Hadrisha Vis Hatachlisi. Dirshu means you got to do this seriously. If you want to really seriously be misoirer, to seek out HaKadosh Baruch Hu properly, you really want to do tshuva, and now is where he continues, Meaning to say, I have a hard time doing tshuva. It's very hard for me to leave my ways. I have my thoughts. I have my problems. What am I supposed to do? It's again, just like in the Ben Adam L'chaveroi, it seems to be insurmountable. Even in a personal mahalach in Ben Adam L'mokim, it also seems insurmountable. I have all these issues. I have all these problems. How am I going to do it? So the Pasuk is telling you, Dear Shuashem Bimatsi, if you really are Misaira and you really want to do it properly, you want to do tshuva, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu Yitain Sheyazvu Darkum HaMachshavaisam. HaKadosh Baruch Hu will make it the Yazay Rasha Darkai. He'll give you that Siyat Dishmaya. He'll give you that help that you'll be able actually to do a proper tshuva. So now, he skipped again, there's some dot dot dots over there. I'll just read you what the Meshachachma says. Velochein Bihimatsai. So especially when it's Behimatsai, HaKadosh Baruch was close to us. Dear Shuashem Behimatsai, seek him out when he's around. That's in Aseris Yimei Tshuva, says the Meshachachma. Afki al darche ha-tshuva b'chol prat uprat. Really, if you're going to go through the derech ha-tshuva, every detail, lacquer kol sheirish ra, and you're going to try to uproot every bad root that you have, tzarech ha-chana g'dayla. It doesn't happen in a short amount of time. You need a lot of preparation, a lot of toil, a lot of work. You need a lot of introspection. There's a lot that you need. So a person could say to himself, it's, uh, what am I supposed to do over here? Now he goes to the words that he's printed here. HaKadosh Baruch wants us to start. That's what he wants us to do. He wants us to start. 
with a serious start. If we are misired to tshuva, Kaddish Baruch Hu takes over from there and gives us the siyata, the shmaya to continue, whether it's in the Menadam Lamakam and Menadam Lachavere. But it starts with us. If we have that Isairus, so then we'll have the schus that will have that siyata, the shmaya. If you don't start off with that Isairus and you say, well, it's, what am I supposed to do? So what are you supposed to do? It's not an insurmountable thing. But that's really, the fight against the Yetzar is always insurmountable. Every day, the Yetzirah is there to, to, to try to stop a person. If not for Hashem helping you every single day, there's no way to overcome the Yetzirah. It's a daily thing that you need to overcome the Yetzirah. And the same thing is when it comes to Tshuva. A person needs that Yetzirah. If you start off with that Yetzirah and in a serious Yetzirah that you really want to do Tshuva and you want to change and you want to become close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and you're willing to put in that effort to get it started, so then HaKadosh Baruch who says, I'll give you that siyata dishmaya. I'll give you the siyata dishmaya that you'll be able to change yourself, and I'll give the siyata dishmaya in such a way that even things that are beyond your control, like somebody who needs to be you for whatever reason, I'll put into his machshava that he'll taka be you and therefore you'll be able to do a tshuva shlema. So that's the first shtickle here from the Meshachach. Now, if we turn the, if we turn to from here on, he has a lot of Rambams. So let's go to um, let us go to page Yurches, all the way to the end. Aischaf Aleph. Um, this is really the last year before um, before Rosh Hashanah. Next week is already Rosh Hashanah, Bez Hashem. So let's see this Rambam, and we'll go through it a little bit. Yun. Very famous Rambam. Paragimel Vilchus Tshuva. Afal Pishet Kia Shayfer Rosh Hashanah Gzeris Akasif. The Rambam says that even though blowing the shayfar on Rosh Hashanah is a gzeris akasuv, however, remez yeshpoi. But there's also a remez, which is b'chlal, an interesting thing here that the Rambam starts putting in Ramazim to mitzvahs. What's he doing? And he's putting it into, you know, it's not in Mar Nevuchim where he has time ha mitzvahs. Here it's in, in Hilchas, in, in Yara Chazaka, in the Alachas of Tkiya Shayfar. It seems that the Rambam feels that this is an integral part of Tkiya Shaifer as well. And then even though, like he says, it's Xeris Akasov, Rahmana Amar like the Gemara says, why Lama Taikim Bashaifer, why do you blow the Shaifer? Because the Tyra says blow, that's the bottom line. The Tyra says blow the Shaifer, that's what you're supposed to do. What are you supposed to have in mind while the Shaifer is being blown? That the Tibakaim the mitzvah of Tkiya Shaifer. Before or after you could have all your uh, you know your kavanas of chuva, but you can't get Sometimes people start already doing all the tshuva in their mind, and then before they know it, you're holding by Tzkiya Gedayla, and they didn't realize that they heard it. could be their yaitzeh. Anyways, because they probably heard it, but they missed the, the mitzvah deraisa, the first day at least, is a mitzvah deraisa of hearing the shaifer. However, says the Rambam, remez yeshboi, there's a remez. Kloimar, what's the remez? Uru yeshenim mishinaschem. The first thing the Rambam says is that a person should wake up Sleeping people, wake up from your sleep. Now, the Rambam is going to say all different types of descriptions of what's going on over here. So what's the first one? The first one is that a person is sleeping. So now, what's the difference between a person who's awake and a person who is asleep? You know, a person who is asleep... Um, and a person who's awake, they both really have some conscious type or subconscious type of thinking. They're both thinking things. Um... Um, you know, when a person is asleep, 
So he's, uh, he's, he dreams, so to speak, he's what's called the Ilam Hadimian. He's in this dreamy world. The dreamy world is a, is a real world. As if you look at we, we spoke about this once, Rabbeinu B'chai, in the beginning of Parshas Miketz, talks about what dreams are and what the dreamy world is. However, however, in, um, in, um, in, in a dream, a person is not really clear exactly where he is and what he's doing and what the effects of things are because in a dream there's nothing it's not really concrete right so especially sometimes you know you wake up from a dream you got to start figuring out well where are you like you know it's so real sometimes so a person who's dreaming thoughts are there he's even sometimes in his dreams doing something it's not real paula he's not really doing anything however he's not exactly sure it's it's, it's a very unclear um, what's going on? Mashenkin, someone who's awake, hopefully, you know, is very clear. He hope, hopefully it's clear where he is and what he's doing and what's happening. Number two is that um, it's an interesting thing. When it comes to dreaming, dreaming is usually things that are either in the present or in the past. There's very little dreaming about things that you're going to do in the future. Very little dreaming about it, unless you thought about it during the day, so then becomes part of your thoughts. You know, you know, you can't sit down in the middle of a dream and start cheshbining out, you know, what's the next mesechta you plan on learning. It doesn't usually happen like that. You might be learning last year's mesechta, or 20 years ago's mesechta in your dream. It's very much in the, in the past or in the present. It's very little about planning for the future. So when it comes to a person who's sleeping, a person who's sleeping is not very clear on what he's doing and what he's supposed to be doing, and there's very little planning for the future. So says the Rambam, when it comes to Tkiya Shaifer, Uri Yishenim Yishinaschem. You got to wake up from your sleep. What are Yishenim? People who are sleeping, we're not clear what we're doing exactly. We're not sure where we are. We're not sure what exactly is going on. We have very little plans for the future. That's a sleeping person. We're talking about people now who are literally awake, but physically, but spiritually, we're sleeping. Spiritually, we're not doing things the way things are supposed to be done, done uh, correctly. So, we haven't woken up yet from the Sheena of, 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 of life. So now, now, what does it mean to be asleep in, in, in this regard? What are we talking about here? So the truth is, there's going to be a pasuk in next week's parsha, and parsha Hazinu, Halashem Tigmaluzais. It's Klaisel's getting Musar. Did you do this to Hashem? Am novel veloy chacham. A nation who is a novel veloy chacham. So the Ramban says the word novel means, novel means someone who is tired. He's tired. Nilu When you're learning Torah and you're doing mitzvahs, you're tired. And this seems to be a tviyah on Kla Yisrael. How is it that a person who is being mekayim the Torah and being mekayim the mitzvahs, how could you do it in a sleepy manner? Sleepy manner means that you're not sure exactly what you're doing. You're not doing it with your full kaiches. It's very much in the present. And uh, Kla Yisrael is being manned by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's a tvi on, on, on Kla Yisrael. How, why are you doing th- these things in a sleepy manner? So, Tkiya Shaifer is coming to say the first thing is, Uri Yishenim Take a look at your mitzvahs. Take a look at your Torah. How are you doing them? You might be doing, be mekayim to the mitzvahs. You might be learning the Torah, but is it in a sleepy way? Is it in a way that you have a geschmack in it? Is it a way that you're enjoying it? Or is it a way that, you know, you're dozing off? You know, if you have a very, 
you know, uh, you know, a very geshmaka shear. So you don't doze off in the middle of the shear. If it's not so geshmak to you, then you do doze off. Now it be chesaron in the giver, could be chesaron in the mekabel. Everybody woke up. Okay. The um, <laughs> so <laughs> I looked around first. Don't worry. I went to say chasu Somebody was sleeping. I went to say anything. So um, so the uh, it's that's called sleeping. Sleeping is I'm doing the things, but it's it's geshlafen. I'm sleeping. You know, you're sleepwalking. So that's the first thing. You. Take a look at Tyra. Take a look at Mitzvahs. Let's see if you're up or if you're sleeping or if you're awake. You got to wake yourself up. He continues the Rambam. literally means like someone who's in a slumber. Wake up from your slumber. So the Mepharshim explain that a nirdam is different. A person who's tired goes to sleep. A person who has anesthesia is put to sleep. You're put to sleep. That's a whole different thing. When you're put to sleep, you're in real deep sleep. And you can't just wake a guy up who's under anesthesia. A guy who's sleeping, you can wake him up. But a person who's put in an, 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 under anesthesia, you can cut off a limb from him. He won't even know what's going on. You can do all types of things to him. He's mamish out. So a person who is a near dumb, it's not enough just to wake him up. That's already a whole different story. You have to hakitsu. Hakitsa means that you have to like poke him and stick him, like uh, you sting him. It's not enough just to give him a little shake. You got to really, hakitsu is a way of, uh, you know, really waking him up. So now, what does it mean to, to tardema? What's the, what is a tardema well, when we're referring to in our context of ruchnius? So Chazal, the Medrash says that there's three types of tardemas. And one of them is tardema shel shtus. A tardema, a slumber of foolishness. Chazal tell us, Avera metamtemes limboy shaladam. That's what Averas do. They're metamtem you. They make a person sleep. So a person, and they stuff up his heart, and this person, it's not enough. He can't just be woken up. He's not just stop sleeping. This person is involved in the world of shtus. He's involved in foolishness. He's been through so many Averas that he has this spiritual... Uh, um, blockage of his arteries, spiritual cholesterol, for such a person, there's nothing, it doesn't work to just say, here, give him a little shake. There's got to be, you got to put something into him to wake him up. So the Mepharshim explained, the Lashon of uh, Rabbi Sal Salanter is, the Eitzah is that a person has to learn Taira. When a person learns Taira, so then, Nichnas Davish al Taira Davish Batala. When you have things inside of you that are stopping you from doing things, Baruchnius, you're putting you to sleep, you got to get them out. How do you flush them out? You flush them out with Taira. When you learn words of Taira, it flushes out all the other issues, the Timtamalev. Flushes out all the shtus of your life. It flushes out everything. So, so there's two things here. There's a person who's sleeping. Sleeping is you do the mitzvahs, you're mekayim the mitzvahs, but it's all in a sleepy way. And then there's the nerdamim, the people who have been put to sleep by the shtusim that they're involved in, by the averis they're involved in. That's also a kitsu, that you've got to wake them up from their tardemazcha. V'chapsu b'maseichem v'chizru b'tshuva. Search out your ways and do tshuva. That's for the nirdamim, the people who uh, need to do tshuva. But then, listen, we've woken you up from your sleep, from your yeshina, that means you're doing the mitzvahs already, and you're doing them with a the geshmak. We've already got you out of your anesthesia, you learned Tyra, and that's not enough. You could be doing all of that, v'zichru b'rachem. You could be doing all of that, and you still don't remember the Rabbi Nishalaylam. You could be learning Tyra, be mekayim mitzvahs, but it's just, it, with, with the Geshmak and with everything, they never think about Hashem. 
Think about HaKadosh Baruch Hu, how the mitzvahs, and this was the whole Sefer we learned, Bavavi Mishkan Evna, that was the whole Sefer, that the whole tachlis of mitzvahs is to connect with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's Vekas HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You can be Bekayim mitzvahs and you have a Geshmak and you're taking a lulav and you're asking and you're sitting in the sukkah with all the Geshmak and you don't remember one time that you actually just connected or you're supposed to be connecting with the Rabbi Nishalaylam. So, it's, it's another level now. After you've got yourself to mitzvahs, after you got yourself to Tyra, v'zichru barachem. And now you have to remember the Rabbi Nishalaylam. Now you have to remember the Rabbi Nishalaylam who created you. Continues the Rambam, Who were these people that we have to wake up? These are the people who forget the truth because of the Havle Azman, the Hevel, the nothingness of things that are going on. And they waste their time, the foolishness, with all the things that are nothing. They're not going to help him, they're not going to save them. You have to look into your hearts and you have to better your ways. And then every person will leave his machshavte hara. And his, I'm sorry, his darke hara and his machshava asheloi toiva. So, this is the Rambam telling us what the remez in Tkiya Shaifer is. Tkiya Shaifer is a wake up call, a wake up call. And it seems that the wake up call of the Shaifer, if used properly, could be the Uri Yishayin Mishinaschem, the Nirdamim Hokitsumitar De Maschem. All of the things the Shaifer could come and awaken the person, whether it's to remind him that there's a Rabbi Nisham in this world and thus his mitzvahs have to be with a Gishmak. There's a Rabbi Nisham in this world and he has to learn Torah in order to get rid of all the Shtusim that he's been involved in and all of the Timtum Alev that he has. And then again, remember the Rabbi Nisham, connect with the Rabbi Nisham. You have to realize that that's what this world is all about. And once a year, HaKadosh Baruch Hu lets us have and gives us a mitzvah for this wake-up call. I mean, if we wouldn't have this wake-up call once a year, Din, once a year we have to blow the shaifer. you know, a person could say, what do we need a Yayim Adin every year for? Let's just do it once every uh, Shemitah, or once in our lives, we'll have a Yayim Adin. Why every single year do we have to have one? But if you think about it, it's a very simple thing, you know, you have a person, uh, you know, and there's the the Yitzchel, Bali, Bali Musr, Bali Drashas, they give such a, such a mashal, a person's called up to the army, Man's called up to the army. He goes to the army, and while he's gone, his wife needs food. Uh, there's no parnasa coming in. She goes to the makolet, and she takes everything on credit. You know, everyone knows. Oh, her husband's in the army, and there's nothing she could do. You know, when you pay on credit, you end up buying a lot more than usual because he says you don't have to pay. You keep on taking more and more. And eventually, after he comes back, six months, eight months in the army, comes to the makolet, and uh, the guy says, uh, Adoni, you know, uh, you owe me 15,000 shekel, or whatever it is. Like, what do you mean? He says, well, your wife, you know, how many eggs could you buy? How much margin could you buy already? You look at it. Over six, eight months, you know, you could buy a lot. When you pay it off slowly, it's very easy to pay. He says, okay, you're right, I owe the money, but I have no way of paying such a thing. I have no way of paying it. I don't have that kind of money. And the same thing is with the Yom Adin. The Yom Adin could come once every 10, 15 years. But imagine what a cheshman we would rack up if we have to wait till then. We come to the Rebbe and say, you owe me all of this? <laughs> Very nice, we talk a do, but there's no way we could pay. 
pay such a thing. So the Rabbi Nisham has once a year, you have to make a cheshben. Once a year, there's an accounting for what's going on, you know. Once a year, you have to come and say, that already, HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, that's doable for everybody. Once a year, if you come with a cheshben. And that's what Tkiya Shoifer is. That even though, like we said, it's a Gzeris HaKosov, but it's for us to wake up. Because... The longer a person sleeps, and the, and and you know, and uh, the, when you wake up, it's much harder to get out of your sleep. And if the longer a person is under his anesthesia and he has to come out of it, it takes much longer for him to recover. And the same thing is with us. We're in this sleeping matziv, and when there's this nirdamim matziv. And Tkiya Shaifer is like this wake-up call. It's to wake us up as just a simple wake-up. It's to wake us from the, from, the, from the Tardema that we're in. It's to remind us that there's a Rabbi Shalaylam. And if we heed the call of that Shaifer and we take a wake-up, so even though, yes, the way it works is eventually down the line a person falls back asleep a little bit, falls back into his Tardema, hopefully not to the same degree, but at least he was up for a while. He was up for a while, he was able to accomplish, and if he's able to do that, so that, says the Rambam, is the Rambam of Tkiyashayf. Okay, we'll stop over here. Uh, thank you.